like to welcome everybody to another Tuesday night in the Champagne Room of Basement Podcast Studios. Turn Kurt down there a little bit. Yeah. My good friend, Kevin Ricca. I just, I want all these 10 cats to come to Ashburn as they are. I like them just fine. I love them just fine. Tim, Tim Strachan? What's going on, man? A long time no see. I know we've we've uh, we're Been like stretching four days or something. The like court that. order on time we're allowed to hang out. <laughs> like to uh, welcome to the always to the table, Pete, our own Pete Twitty, Matt the Real Deal Seal. Evening, Pete. Pete. Peter. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is the Audible. This is off season on the brink. Our weekly Redskins. Mess around, I guess it's kind of all, it's our Redskins mess around. Uh, we mess around with Hogs Haven uh, on a weekly basis. Obviously, the draft is number one in everyone's minds, as well it should be. Um, we know who we got. We got ten guys, uh, and instead of going through those guys and trying to figure out you know, what we think about each of them individually, which we've we have we you can read about that on Hogs Haven on uh, any day from now until probably June. But I thought we would instead focus Good on... marketing right there. By the way. Well, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, how did the draft help us get better in very real, key, tangible places? And um, I thought we would start on defense. Redskins were historically, epically terrible on third downs last season, period. So if you had to pick one player... I'll start with you, Kevin. If you had to pick one player that helped us the most on third downs in 2017, who is it? I'm going with the obvious choice. My man can play every spot on the D-line. Jonathan Allen, thank the, the dear sweet Lord, he fell down to us, came back home to Ashburn. Just his versatility, and that's what I like about a lot of these guys, but mostly his. You know, he can line up and play inside. He can line up at the one yeah. technique in a third sure. down package. Uh, obviously a three. You can hit it off to him if you want. Uh, we can do whatever we want. Um, he's going to say mass, apparently, in Ashburn. I mean, in, uh, in Landover yep. before, I'll be before 1 o'clock. Uh, having his flexibility on the line allows us to be way more flexible at other positions in a pass oh, rush. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but Jonathan Allen, you know, his versatility is just gigantic. It, it, is it that his talent is that that great? I mean, because he, because he makes us a lot better at a position we weren't great at. No doubt. Here's the way I look at it: yep. is you can do all the measurables, you can do you break down all the all the speed, and then you get into the physical, like you know, shoulders and all that stuff. The way, what I see is a football player, a really good one. I see a football player. I've been watching football for a long time, and sometimes certain guys just kind of stick out. Torrey Smith right now is is a guy on the top of my mind that just stood out as he's a football player. He wasn't just a wide receiver who did anything, you know, one thing special. He's an he eagle how, now, he right? Knew how to play the, he knew how to play. He's an eagle now. So, but he knew he knew how to play the game, and he played it well. Like there's just yeah. certain guys that play the football that way, and I agree with you. You can make an argument for Anderson, because really, you know, the lack of third downs and you know it, it stops and all that stuff. It was the hole right up the middle of the, the, the defense. We've talked about it before at every level, but Anderson is a guy who maybe not. The most gifted, in, you know, athletically, but a guy who I think is you know, a captain 
who's a veteran, who's you know plays mature. I think he's a guy who's going to be around possibly for a long time. A junkyard dog. Yeah, he he was the guy who even said it when he was asked about. It. He goes, "I'm a football player. This yep. is what I do. I don't care what they said or what I measured at or what happened. I'm here to play football." They asked him what he came Love to do, me. and he said, "I came to kick the ass." Of the man standing in front of me, yeah. and I believe him. That's my answer to the question, by the yeah. way. I, as I, I, it's not just that I think it's a little bit of it's an easy answer. I mean, Jonathan Allen, he's a huge talent at a place where we had a huge need. He was best player available, and he filled our greatest need. I mean, you right. can't get any better draft wise than sure. that. Yeah, his um, shoulder didn't look that bad when he Superman I mean, he was flew over the, uh, the, the the chop block. So many shoulders, so many shoulder specialists popping up this week. If he gets so hurt, many negative ass shoulder. Uh, come on, everyone gets hurt. Uh, to me though, uh, Ryan Anderson. Um, so what I what I love about Ryan Anderson is that uh, he first of all he has size. You know, you can't teach that. You can't figure that out. I mean, he's got size. Uh, he has good hands. For his size and his so-called unathletic ability, the guy has good hands. These Alabama boys are well-schooled in the, in the, in the arts of, of hand play yes. at the D-line. He's got great hands, yeah. um, and he is a very high, you know, high football IQ, intelligent. I mean, he's a smart football player. In any situation, he, he's the kind of player that always makes like the right decision where after the play, the guy's like, oh, man, did you see what he just did just now? That, that was just a really smart football play. On third downs, we made so many errors in so many ways. If you put a guy of his size, with his ability to use his hands in a variety of ways, and with his understanding of football, in the middle of your defense, which is where I think he'll be on inside linebacker on those nickel packages on, on, in third down scenarios, I think we're getting off the field all the time. Well, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be in the middle of the field on those nickel situations. I'm not convinced of Him that. and Zach. I'm not convinced that. Preston Smith might not be that guy. I think it's a toss-up. We'll see what happens. They're both capable. Preston better be getting and, after the quarterback and, and, on that play. Ryan Anderson better be getting after the quarterback on that play. Well, see, Hand okay. fighting outside. I'm just saying roll, tide, roll. We're going to get a press. We're going to get a push up the middle for the first time since we've seen him forever. And I'm not, I'm not saying you're yeah, wrong. No, I'm not saying he can't be used will be there. Great. He, yeah. But I do believe our versatility will allow both Preston and Ryan Anderson on a week-to-week yep. basis, allow them to play that inside spot or that edge spot in a third and long situation. I think that's the awesome thing about this new defense and these new toys we have on D. We, Bottom line is what you want yes, out of sir. your All what, of what you want out of your first and second pick in the draft are two guys that are going to make their units better. Those two units are better now because of these two. And they're well, in cahoots. They're coming yeah, from a winning now, program to the, set the it's bar. A draft, okay, the, the Redskins did a, an incredible job comparably to years past in this draft, and. Uh, it's a draft, so we're not saying the, all these guys are going to be Hall of Famers. As far as the draft goes, but they might, but they could, they, maybe mean, they might be. Just saying. as far as the draft goes, though, they killed it on these two. I mean, oh, they yeah. killed it on them. You, they, they were no brainers. And ten guys, ten guys under the age of twenty-five will play sixty to seventy percent of our snaps on defense this year. That's exactly right, Kevin. That's exciting. That's yeah, very, ten. very exciting. So these young guys, looking at these guys that are leaders, and I believe Ryan Anderson has an L stamped on his chest. For that role, and I'm not saying Jonathan Allen doesn't, oh, but I think it's Ryan before it's it's it's, uh, it's Jonathan, and, and I. It was in Tuscaloosa. It was in Tuscaloosa, and and in in, Love in the, the fact locker they played with each other in a locker room with those two oh, in yeah. it. It's it's game respecting game, and that, that's why I love Ryan Anderson. Again, just remember, we've we talked about it for months. Uh, a quality upperclassman 
from a power conference that played close to the line of scrimmage was going to get pushed down. Who pushed him down? Freaking Trubisky and, and mediocre quarterbacks. Mitchell. Um, speedy wide receivers. I mean. It was the most entertaining draft I've it seen was entertaining. in a while. Yeah. Well, we were swilling and there was booze no with, a, with a live studio audience. Drama, so. right? It was like, oh, my God, did you just see that? Yeah, but, like, T, you know uh, why? Because it, we, we have this a was a, how many guys? This was a super deep draft, but just from the draft perspective, when you think about it, there's not dra- – like this, these, this kind of draft does not come around very often. We should appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, um, we've had some terrible drafts in the last five years, 2013 being one of them. Um, 2012 had had some big ones. But when you look at and, – and it's uh, as evidenced by, um, you know, how many fifth-round options are getting exercised out of these first-rounders, right? Because that's a team's right sure. to exercise that fifth round. I think, um, I think we have – I think we're, we're escalating past what was ultimately a down class of the, in 2013, and they're not getting their fifth years. Sammy Watkins didn't get extended uh, – he didn't get his fifth-year option picked mm-hmm. up. Um, so the, in this draft class, what I'm saying is I think – you're talking about a lot of teams being happy with their guys for years to come. Um, they talked about this draft being a uh, – uh, it, it was so great because you have so many different styles of play now in the NFL scheme-wise, just enough anyways. And this draft, every scheme had guys. Every single way you play football in the NFL right now had somebody who was good at it, like three rounds deep. Um, I love the draft, and I always have, and I always will. But I, I just want everyone to just just remember this one. R- really appreciate it. Really good players came out of this draft, and for we're gonna be talking about them forever. So to your point, T, you know, the Redskins by virtue of having ten picks and by virtue I, I just of, of making a lot of good them. ones. I'm just saying. Well, no, but I will say, as drafts go, you couldn't get better than what they did, especially in those first two spots. McLovin's board worked and, out great. And part of, part of the rhyme and reason for that happening, as I look across the room and see Kevin and Darren McClinton and the, uh, the hot box is going to blow up tonight, but I can't oh, yeah. help but thinking oh, a portion, yeah, a portion of the reason that this That's happened right, for us and to us and the ability to get Jonathan Allen 17 is a lot of these teams in the NFL are trending towards an NBA-type philosophy on potential. Uh, I think we got a guy we plug in instantly. We're not worried about Jonathan Allen's potential. That's there, too. Uh, he's not, he hasn't hit a ceiling by any chance. But all these quarterbacks and these receivers, you know, it's like drafting the 19-year-old freshman or the, or the 18-year-old kid from Croatia. You know, you're not drafting on what's going to happen right away. You're basing on the future. And I think the Mitchell Trubisky's and all the quarterbacks going early and the receivers going early. Good Lord, did that certainly help us get our guy. It, it was the deepest draft. You're right, except for the quarterbacks, in my opinion. Right. Maybe Trubisky will turn out. And Maybe there's some awesome football players. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about the quarterbacks They're specifically and the receivers. NFL style quarterbacks or come from NFL style systems. So you, you really, it's the biggest question. I was mark. shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I was shocked. I kind of went along the Mel Kuyper uh, school of thought on these guys that, and, and, and McShay to a point. John None Lynch of them pulled. needed to be drafted in the first round. See, what you have to remember John about Lynch the first round. some sort of Jedi mind Well, hold on. Trick. First, we'll come, we're coming back to John Lynch. Uh, so put a pin in that one because that's a big one. You know what? A Lynch pin? A Lynch pin? I'm writing He's that down. He's writing something down. I know. I'm writing I'm putting a pin in it on purpose because, to your point, you said there's not a lot of – there weren't any good quarterbacks. And I would argue that um, – as evidenced by our own team's approach. No, 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 hold on. As evidenced by our team's approach to committing long-term to high dollars to a quarterback who we think is pretty damn good. Um, The league is moving into this mold where uh, a first-round quarterback, I'm looking at Trubisky's salary. You're talking about a four-year to five-year deal worth 
uh, within the 20s, high 20s, 28, 29 million dollars. Um, you know, what's Deshaun Watson going to get paid? He's going to get paid 13 million dollars. His contract, total contract value, is is 13 million dollars. If you can get a guy, obviously Dak Prescott, what is he making? 600 grand. Dak, Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson's getting, getting paid. But and, before well, that. But before that, he was getting paid nothing. That allowed that Seattle defense. So the whole model that some teams are turning to, and it's a successful one, is you get a, a quarterback that you can you know, get by with, who can produce you know, doing your scheme, and then you have all that extra salary cap that you're not spending you know, <laughs> you on Kirk Cousins. Running the ball and playing some defense. You your, better be running the ball and playing some defense. You better be running the ball and playing some defense. No. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. No, you're, taking, you're, Russell, you're taking Russell Wilson to the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're, these, these quarterbacks who aren't getting paid that much are, are perfectly capable of doing well when you, as long as you spend the rest of the money white, the right way. You know, and um, for us, you know, obviously we're putting the money in the quarterback uh, piggy bank. Um, but Some people would argue you're doing it the reverse. You're giving it too much to the quarterback position. Well, and you're hurting the rest of the team. I'd, you, but franchise some people might say our starter is not good. Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, you ain't winning with Mitchell Trubisky. Right. We want to win. It's a. It's like uh, the the. Uh, little airplane outside the Safeway, you know, when you were growing up, and you put a quarter in and you wrote it. You know, Kirk, you put a quarter in Kirk Cousins, you know exactly what you're getting. Every I dollar that Texans, goes in, you're getting plenty back. The Texans are a perfect example of what you're talking about, though. They, they are a really Well, except for they gave Brock Osweiler team. a shit ton of money. But for the quarterback True, position, but if but you they, can get Sean Watson, who can come in there and be protected and do some certain things, just like Dak Prescott did. It wasn't because he was just this phenom. He had... Unbelievable people playing around him. A great Texans is a great of example roster. of where a guy yes. like Deshaun can come in and be very successful. And that's where it makes the most sense. And I do believe that that guy is going to be an absolute stud. But progressively. But that's the best bet for that type of thinking that Ken's talking about. No doubt about it, T. That's a champion. That's a winner. I, I feel the same way you do. But not about Mitchell. And and Mahomes, you know, we'll figure Not that Chicago. out. Not no. in Chicago. And, and no, just no, no, just to bring it back, bring it back to the Redskins. That. Jonathan yeah. Allen's making eleven and a half million dollars. <laughs> so you talk about uh, arthritic sol- shoulders. You talk about whatever you want to talk about. I know what my eyes see when I watch his highlights. I know what <laughs> the world thinks of him as a football player. Yeah. You're pay- you're getting him for four years with a fifth year option, and his total contract value is less than half of what you're paying Kirk Cousins this year. To your point. Too. You said earlier about you know uh, we didn't we, we couldn't miss on this draft and you said thanks to uh, McLovin's board yeah you know I mean listen what how how we're describing these guys and I wasn't even thinking about it when I said it they're football players yeah. what did he ever always say tough over and over and over again. physical sometimes you just got to take the football player size yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree you can't it's hard to think you know that it wouldn't have been a lot of his influence and who they, cho- they chose for this. Yes, I agree. But you listen to Jonathan Allen speak, and you look at his presence, and, and, and he reminds you of just a, a classy, intelligent guy who just happens to be a $11.5 million wrecking ball for the Burgundy and Gold. Then you hear Ryan Anderson speak, and, and he can't wait, like I said, to kick the man's ass in front of him. He said, I set the edge, and no one gets around me. The confidence, the leadership, this is, this is, this is something we're not used to from guys this age, but they are. They're coming from Tuscaloosa. They've been at the top of the heap for a very long time. They know nothing else. They are born and bred to do this. And this is and what they, play they the middle. do. And they, and they are the center and they are the heart of your defense. In, in these professional leagues, all the ones we talk about on a weekly basis, you can't command the respect of the locker room and the professional level if you're not a superstar. That's just a fact of life. Right. And if your team doesn't have a superstar, that's when your locker room is runs amok. That's what been been the case with the Redskins on multiple occasions over the last 20 years. 
at the heart of the Redskins defense are, are two guys who are undeniably talented. And because of their position, you know, at the heart of, of everything, they're going to have a huge voice uh, Roll tide. on Sunday. Roll Tide. And I think that's an amazing thing. Uh, but let's, let's, let's flip it over to um, the offensive side. And so we, we kind of said I, – so I, I think we all agree that um, our defense is better on third downs because of this draft. Quick, uh, quick finishing note, Fabian Moreau, who is, who is not healthy right now, but he's a UCLA guy, so they, don't, they can't play with you right away anyways because of their quarter system. So it's all good, everybody. Fabian Moreau is going to be a material contributor in 2017 for the, for the Redskins. He's a stud athlete. He, and if you have a stud athlete at the corner position, uh, you're doing pretty damn good. Um, I think you pencil him in in your lineup for years to come. And uh, we're, he makes us better on third down because he's our fourth or fifth cornerback at some point this season, and, and, and that's a place. And we can bring him along at a pace, comfortable for all of us. He doesn't need to come in and jump in right away. If he didn't tear his peck lifting weights and was a first-round pick, there would be a lot of pressure on this guy to step in and start as a number two somewhere in this that's passing league. Now this guy can be brought along and be taught by the guy who's going to be here for a, a handful of years with him. Josh Norman. That's torn a pretty peck. good guy to look yeah. up to. Torn peck sucks, and it takes a long time for it to heal and to you know make sure it heals properly, but it has nothing to do with his ability None. as a cornerback. It's a scary, and for Redskins fans, it's scary because the rap co- Arachno like history, ankle or a yeah. knee or something like that. It's not a hip. It's not you know. It, you plenty know. of time to read from the book of yeah. Norman. Dude. I mean, plenty hey, of I'm, I'm going to be a huge Fabian Moreau fan, and I uh, look forward to playing to him playing for the Redskins for a long time. But I will lay this on you: um, it, it is the the injury that when when it happens once, it's super likely to happen again. So he but, but no he can rush. come back from that, and he can keep coming back from it, just like Brian Arakpo, who's still playing at a high level in this league. So that, but just let, let's just call it what it is and 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 meet it head on on the offensive side where will we where were we terrible last year the red zone mm-hmm. did this draft make us better in the red zone on offense absolutely yes. freaking lutely i mean I, I i can't you can't say that it doesn't i mean i mean how many times can you say wrecking ball about guys we drafted yeah. but it's just our, le- our legit wrecking ball you know i hey no, taking nothing away from fat rob i'm just saying no. This guy, people go flying off of him, and I don't think that stops with that center of gravity at 5'10", 233. And, and the he's Big 12. Samaj P. Ryan. stepping in as a three-down back right away. He doesn't have to. Well, I we think have a third-down back. You're but, right. But I, Chris Thompson is going to be on the, right. on the field a lot. My point being. Absolutely. Our boy Fritz, he's fine. I mean, Fat Rob's fine. He, he, he's good. He, he's going to be a, 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 still a very important part of this. Absolutely. This and, and Absolutely, early. but this guy again makes the unit better. His forward push makes the unit better. But he's good, but he's good specifically yes, where it counts for us. Yes, no, because in yes, the red zone, yes. one of the biggest problems we had in the red zone last year. So I, you know, okay, take it back a step. We we approached this draft with a belief, and I and I think it was a shared belief among many that the Redskins would target a dynamic. Uh, Running back in, in you know at the top of this draft that that's where you had Dalvin Cooks you know at one point Christian McCaffrey's um, and those kinds of players going to the Redskins which which clearly didn't happen um, but you could see where a player like that could impact our offense our offense it does not uh, matriculate based on speed backs it, it, it's it, it's powered by Kirk's arm and inside the red zone defenses could 
could key on that. And they weren't afraid of Kelly in the red zone because Kelly's not a threat in the red zone. It's just he, he's not. Uh, but, but, but Samaj is. Samaj is because, because if you play, you play a 10-yard game, you guys know this, you play a 10-yard game in the red zone with a guy who's going to bounce around off contact. I mean, defense, first of all, they're going to believe you when you say you're, you might run, first of all which is going to help Pryor and Doxon and Reed and Davis. Well, so and I was going to say 10 yards. We just got 10 yards worth of wide receiver for the red zone yeah. in the offseason. Samaj P. Ryan happens to fall at the 5'10 range, the no seams with plenty of – what just happened? Did I just get hit by a cab? Because he's got that type of leverage. He's got yeah. that type of game, and it's suited for the red zone. I think we couldn't have addressed the red zone better in this offseason. We, we, we still have Kirk at QB. We still have Jordan Reed at tight end, and we have 97-foot wide receivers all over the place yeah. with a bowling ball to hand it off to. If we and, can't get it done in the red zone, that's our fault. And, the you know, it's not something no one's talking about because I, I think that it's, it's also kind of obvious, but you, you're not going to – your running game isn't going to be extraordinarily well-respected when Deshaun Jackson's on the field, uh, you know he's not coming down. He's not cracked anybody. You're not you're not looking for him to roam and hit somebody. But Brian Quick, for whatever you know, whatever chance he has of, of making a contribution on this team, he's got size. Uh, obviously, Pryor, obviously Doxson. If you have those three guys, uh, and, you know you're taking Crowder off the field. Well, I'm just, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, from the wide receiver position, we have a size that's not just useful for reaching up and grabbing the ball. It's useful for knocking some skulls in in a running game. So if you put Samaje Pirine, as I believe we're now calling him, Pirine, Pirine, Samaje Pirine, and we're putting him behind some monster wide receivers who are willing to get physical in a way that our receivers haven't ne- not been able to because they're not six three and six four. Well, Garcon did get physical, but this new group of guys... They're just bigger. They've downloaded Olivia Newton-John from 40 years back. It's happening by accident. They don't need... They are physical. They don't need to be taught it. There's no Deshaun Jackson in the bunch. Jameson Crowder will hit you right in the mouth. Hey, let me tell you, that's, and I love Jameson Crowder, and I think he's a Ring of Honor player. Um, but uh, Brian Quick, who I'm just totally warming up to, so I apologize to everyone for wearing out my Brian Quick welcome. He, he, he gives you something. I think if he realizes that he just woke up in a world where you can make tons of money by being the best blocking receiver in the league, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's going to hit him. I don't know if he's going to be all the way there. Like the Dennis Rodman of football. <sighs> yeah, someone like that is going to own that spot. Brian Quick's going to lead the skins and rebounds, no doubt. I'm just saying, I think in hustle. Well, but in blocking, to me, red zone running game requires. Blocking from your wide receivers. If you're putting Deshaun Jackson on the field, you automatically don't have someone blocking. Period. Um, so, I so but here, here's the other thing. That's why Deshaun Jackson's uh, he's an accessory, not 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 a. He was never great in the, in the red field. zone. There's no doubt about that. Of all the times I defended him, never was he a factor in the red zone. I mean, he could catch a little pin route. He could, but we didn't really use him if he was. We have to say the name Jeremy Sprinkle. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Sprinkle because, look, there's no Belks around here, That helps you in the red zone, too. The last time I went to a Belk, it was in Farmville, Virginia, and they put some khakis on me that made me look like, uh, I mean, I hate Dallas, I love it, but I had Samaj P. Ryan and or Ryan Anderson's ass in those khakis from Mm -hmm. Belk. But there's no Belks. 
so we should have no problem. And the young man seems like a class act, man. Uh, he's, he hit it straight on. He made a mistake. He went in there, and he, and he did what a, a 20-year-old kid may do. He owned up to it. Uh, it was the butt of every joke on Twitter, the Belk Bowl suspended. That was his last game at Arkansas. Yeah. And all the quotes and everything I read leading up to that by their Belky coach, Bielisma, whatever the hell his name is, 6-6-6-6-255. We have a proven blocker. We didn't want to get a tight end the way to teach the block. We, he's a hybrid guy that is the new wave of this whole NFL. And I love the pick, and I do believe this. If Vernon Davis or Jordan Reed comes up with something, I believe he might be a guy that we put in that your little mix, Ken, yeah. of starters. I believe that about him. His catch radius and his athleticism huge. is not to be frowned upon. This guy, I believe, Six is going to be a, 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 you know, a Clint Didier, Doc, Doc Walker, Don Warren type of tight end for us for that amount of time. He, I, I love the guy. He, he can contribute uh, – He's a round five pick, right. so you're paying him nothing. You got him for four years. If he if he comes up with some talent and ability to contribute, I mean that's the only way you can win in this league is if you, Jer- guys like Jeremy Sprinkle pan out in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I you know I feel like I'd be a little be be a little remiss. Um, I've been standing on a box and begging for a center forever, and I'm not saying Chase Roulier is the is the guy, but I will say this. Jay Gruden likes size on his offensive lines. Um, this guy's 6'4", 300 plus. He's a mechanical engineer. Tree trunk legs. He's Mechanical engineer. Yeah. He's a smart guy. We've always guy. talked about the center, the, center, to be the center being the smartest guy on, on the, the field. field. He needs to be. I well, think the center needs to be the this guy's guy hobby field. is doing like like we do crosswords. Yeah. Might be how Matt he Burke. deals with how he deals with <laughs> t- 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 uh, defensive pass rush. He might be Matt Burke. <laughs> he, I, I'm psyched about this guy. The only knock against him is his lack of arm length. So what? He's a guard center. We're not playing Short him out. Arms. Short arms. But have you seen those thighs? Mm, that boy's thick. He's thick. Mm. And Spencer Long is coming up on a contract. Like, like Odell Beckham is going to be checking him out in pregame warm-ups. No doubt about mm. it. Like, like, mm, that center's mm. thick. Did you do that? that is a That's thick like a sling uh, blade. That's a sling blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. I think uh, we know what the refrain is whenever we talk about Chase is. They made so, a knee brace for him that would fit around my whole torso. As a six-round pick, I have a, a, a high likelihood, high probability that he makes the team because um, I think they find a way to keep a guy on who could potentially replace. I think Spencer there's no Long. doubt he makes the team. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a chance that he becomes a starting center, and Spencer Long has a little move back to his home base. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock true. me. That's true. I mean, you, we will have an open spot. This guy's brilliant, man. When he sits there with Callahan, and he's telling Callahan, yes, I absorbed everything you said yesterday, and I pre-absorbed what you're thinking about telling me tomorrow. That's a damn good thing for us. It's really I, I good. I think calling him a starter his rookie year? No, no, no. It, it, it would be. A, I, I, I didn't say okay. coming in. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah. getting overhyped. I'm saying eventually he, that he, he I, What I'm saying is, game. I would. I would bet my ass that this dude is on the 53 when we when we open up against Philly. Oh, I think he is because yeah. I think he'll be versatile. That's as far enough. as I'm taking it. But he's versatile enough that he can play both center yes. and guard if you need him. That might mean he, he, he ain't gonna be forgetting the plays. That's one guy you don't have to worry about forgetting. That might be the end of Ari. No, 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 no. You don't think so? No, no. No, I think uh, well, unless we come up with something else, I think as of right now, today, Ari. Oh, I think Ari. I think we're hoping for big stuff from Ari. I think we are too. Now I think if Ari, I think Ari becomes a backup too. We'll see what happens with Laval. 
I don't think that that story that that chapter is not over. Well, so as my, for my part, I it's not that I don't you hope it is have anything bad against no. Laval. I want that money next year. I want that I want that money for Kirk next year. We need to we need to start stockpiling money to roll over because we're going to tag him for a third time. And it's going to cost us thirty five million. We need to save up. It's guys. a fifty fifty if Laval is on our team. Pinch. This season, if there's any I possible believe. way we can we can put it together without him, I'm saying we need that money in 2018. We rolled over 15 million dollars in salary cap space from 2016 to 2017. We need at least that much uh, for uh, <laughs> to tag him for a third time because we're not a team that drafts quarterbacks apparently and pays them nothing for four years. Let's go back before we before we leave. T since uh, got a little rage against the machine, I feel like. We should do a little raging. To rage right now. Well, we we put a pin in John Lynch earlier, and I I. I you don't want to go more. with Lynchpin. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic yeah. over here about Lynchpin. You should be. <laughs> it's quality. I'm also an idiot. <laughs> so just work with me here. Hey, by the way, I wrote down Lynchpin just so you Thank know. Thank you. As Thank a means you. to come back to it. Um, listen, he I'm freaking. Nervous. I think he punked Chicago. Right, right. Dude. Like he punked him on national TV. He, he did. What's that trick when you go into New York City? What's it called? To have the nut and the thing and the bow and the blah, blah, blah. There was no one else. The, the three cup. Three card money. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him three card money. Hey, we could have him over here. We might have him over. Mitchell Trubisky's right here. No one else wanted him. John, when John yeah. Fox, when you find out that John Fox doesn't know about this until 12 hours before its conception, uh, he's going to be like, no, 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 no. It's three card money. Back off. Too late, buddy. We need Mitchell. Trey Wingo is telling him on TV, uh, you pretty much just wrote a handbook for everybody to yeah. somehow, like, avoid kill it. <laughs> now, what bothers me about me? this is we were in the mix, and I'm not saying I have no regrets about this draft, but we were in the mix for Reuben Foster moving up to 31. That's correct. And we did not want to part with our third-round pick, Fabian Moreau, yep. who it became. And yep. I'm glad we didn't because we certainly needed a corner. You guys have heard me thumping that drum. And 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 they did. They 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 took it. They took the the second and the fourth, I believe, and then and they snuck Ruben. But that would have changed everything for the, for the rest of the entire draft. We we would be talking about an entirely different uh, situation, entirely different means of, I guess, uh, I don't know, like te- team makeup. I mean, if we got Ruben Foster at the bottom of the first. Oh, uh, hold on now. I want Ryan Anderson. I for do too. All he brings with all he's got. But we wouldn't have drafted Ryan Anderson. No, we wouldn't if have. We had gotten I'm fine closer. with what happened because yeah. we wouldn't have had Fabian, and we do have Ryan Anderson, and I'm good with that deal. And John well, Lynch if, did if, punk. If, if, if you Chicago. go with the other scenario, and you don't know who your second pick is, I think I don't know if you can get better value out of the first two picks that we got. I agree. I agree. Right I agree. I am. Yes. They played I have together, no problem with that. No problem. From a, a semi-pro yep. to a pro team, I mean, it's like. Yep. And we picked that's up a corner va- with first value. round value right after that, high value. and we did and not, that's a high value and we did not depart from that. Which in, in years ago, Hello. everyone would have heard that. Everyone would have heard. Is the, this the magic you guys were talking about? Bruce Allen having like he was just gonna like magic. No, I think you thought together. that I liked Bruce Allen when I said this. I just liked that he was punking the local guys that were like the Redskins uh, are coming. It's the famine. We're all gonna the grasshoppers, and the, we're all gonna die. Frogs. And, yeah, stop it. And the locusts. Spiders. And, Manna from heavens. That's no. Somebody go find out what the hell's going on with McLovin. That's all I said. Stop bitching about this team that you know nothing about. As the reporters of this team, that was it. Bruce Allen sprinkled some magic dust there. I'm not a Bruce guy. My dad's like, you've been killing Bruce on there. You'll never get him on there. I'm like, really? I said uh, he sprinkled magic dust all over the reporters. That's it. 
No, I'm 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 not a Bruce guy. Roly polies. Just fans frustrated. You shouldn't take that hard. No, I just I don't yeah, like his haircut. I don't like his haircut. I feel like he's gonna sell me a used car lemons, Bruce. Stink bugs. Uh, that's the worst smell in, on God's green earth. <laughs> I would rather all of you fart directly in my face than a stink bug Ew. fly in Ew. and release the secret. Ew. What the that's, a, that's a verbal contract. Like directly, <laughs> directly. In some deal? countries, yeah. that would be a legally binding <laughs> statement. That's the, that's the best thing you uh, said. God, I never should have said that. I apologize if you're listening. Weird stuff comes out sometimes when you hate stink bugs. <laughs> well, st- I'll tell you. And who- love Tullamore Dew. It's <laughs> a Dew. terrible <laughs> formula for <laughs> success. <laughs> Well, uh, that's that's how bad it got. Hey, all of those hey, bugs. Hey, yeah. listen. Uh, given how we all felt three weeks to a month ago, given how we were all feeling leading up to this draft, you couldn't have asked for anything better. I, I mean, it was so it was pleased. such a relief. You guys know I'm you optimistic, know? but but at it the core of the fabric of what I love about the Redskins growing up, we 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 that was an old school Bobby Beathard draft. Give credit where credit's due. Yeah, Bruce Our does deserve some. I don't. I don't care about the whispers about McLuhan. He also helped three other teams. Who cares? Our team is better. We made right these choices, second. no doubt. That's no all. Doubt. That's the biggest thing you no can say. Doubt. And we're going into a dra- uh, going into a season where I honestly believe that last year's top three picks are going to make a huge contribution. Yep. Um, and you know, if that and if that's true, again, you're talking about a team that's all of a sudden super young. Uh, with a, with a lot of key pieces locked up, uh, with a Athlete. coaching staff that's been put together, uh, you know, and extended size, <sighs> length, leadership, physicality, third down improvements, red zone improvements, football IQ and passion, and 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 size, all those and che- all those boxes have speed. been checked. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I there's it's a little early. I I, I I'm I'm like. No, we're just talking roster. Uh, yeah, we're talking roster. It's okay to yeah. get excited about the roster and not talk about the record or who we're going to beat. We're going to play roster, some good teams. We're going to play roster. some really good yeah, teams. Yeah, it's a tough-ass schedule, man. How many times is the NFL going to give us a short week against Dallas? Do we need to go talk to Goodell personally? Dude, T, I think we dude. do. That, hey, look, we divide the duties amongst here. Well, I can't, Ken gets I can't a majority of them. In. Then Ken gets a few more. Then you and I get a couple. But I'll roll I'm just going to be mixing it up. If you roll up to Goodell, if Goodell ever comes to Capitol Hill, I'm packing a lunch, brother. And I'm coming down there and I'm videoing on my iPhone. What the hell are you, you want doing? Me to bull- you want me to be old school? Bully the video? shit out of this asshole. Yes. No one's going to be mad at you, man. No one will. And what's he, what's he going to do? If he flinches on you, it'll be I got like your United back. all over Promise. again somehow, some way. They'll call him into Congress. If Goodell flinches on T on Capitol Hill and I ear hole him, like that could be a great day for the Audible. But it, I'm going to need bail money, so we're going to need sponsorship day? money. Yep. Well, hey Charles, not Gor- for me, Gormley but and for Gormley. the Audible. I should really know. All, I should really know his full firm's name when I do my do a read of his uh, sponsorship. Um, but Charles Gormley will represent us. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he has all the answers. Is Charles Gormley is a is a bad A MF mm-hmm. and, a, and just a great dude. And uh, what a pleasant guy to be around. Super pleasant. God bless that guy. For friend, of, friend of the show, friend of the basement. God bless him for being him. Who else? Charles. All these friends of the basement. I want to say thank you to Hogshaven. I want to say thank you to the Hot Box, hosted by the McClint Rose, who are about to talk some wizards. About to catch fire down here, buddy. Catch them on SoundCloud tomorrow. On behalf of my good friend Kevin Ricca, 
I had a great time doing yeah. this tonight. Come on. Thank was, you, my friend. This is the best basement in Kensington, hands down. I, I, t- Tim Strachan? Hail. Pete? He was here the, the entire time as an ombudsman. He yeah. actually, he, but, he, but he, he broke in at the right moment. The exact right time. Like Todd from Wedding Crashers. He just popped out at exactly the right here, time. Man. That's why he's here. In many ways. Timing many ways. everything. It's all about timing. As is this outro. I'm Ken Marangolo for Off Season on the Brink and all of our Hogs Haven faithful. I'd like to say thank you. I'd like to say that this was The Audible.